Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you. This is Wednesday as we are going live. And, you know, last couple shows been with Wayne, which I freaking love that dude. It's been a little bit since we've done a solo pod. Usually, you know, every other day is is solo show. Um, and, and I wanted to do something a little bit different today um, as I see all the hashtag CCers come in. I want to step back. And I want to focus the conversation predominantly around, we'll get into practice reports, we'll get into transactions for the 49ers. I want this to be an NFL-centric philosophical podcast on the most important position in all of pro sports, not only the NFL, and that's the quarterback. And so, you know, it's easy to kind of classify this as a quarterback power rankings episode, which is, I want the conversation to channel around that. Um, and I need y'all's help. So uh, when you disagree or when you want to interject an idea or maybe something I'm missing, throw that in the chat. We got Clayton, the madman, the mad scientist behind the scenes. Uh, he, he's going to be running all of those things. But, you know, what I wanted to do, again, is, one, this is an entire exercise to see, like, where Jimmy Garoppolo is and how that affects the 49ers. Two, I think it's much more important for the future of the 49ers, whether you're looking at Trey Lance, whether that's Jimmy Garoppolo or somebody else. Um, you know, trade rumors swirling from, you know, um, how, how do you say this? Uh, clickbait uh, shows and articles that's there. I mean, it's the, you know, trading deadline. So th that's what's that's what's up. I've even seen a, a and again, I don't go looking for these things. I just get them DM to me or texted to me all the time. A three way trade involving Tom Brady, Jimmy Garoppolo um, and 
the, the article couldn't even make sense of it. So it didn't even leave out the third tri form of the triangle trait. Like there's just a bunch out there right now. So um, they're fun. And I love those exercises jumping in and out and trying to figure out like, okay, how can we make this work or not make this work? But it brought me to this. Um, how do you measure 2022 quarterbacks and forward? Because some teams are narrowed focus this year only. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're, you know, you see your championship window closing. How do you do that? I don't see the 49ers in that argument whatsoever. I see the 49ers um, in a 2022 plus moving forward. And I do see Trey Lance as the quarterback moving forward after this year. But whatever, that's a conversation for another day. Now, as we get into this, here's what's important. I, I tried to find the simplest metric or number to boil down, okay, where these quarterbacks fit. No single number, not passer rating, not QBR, none of those things gets closest to me. The most important metric for me is touchdown to turnover ratio. So passing touchdowns, rushing touchdowns, interceptions, fumbles. Um, those two, you put those two together, tells you a pretty damn good story. Now, the one thing that I will say is that I'm not doing a, okay, this is my quarterback two, quarterback three, whatever. I tier them. Um, I have the elite tier, great tier, good tier, average, below average, way below average, bad. Um, so that that's where we are. And again, don't give a damn what you did in the past. That does not affect what we're doing here. I care about what you're doing now moving forward. Okay, so like guys like Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, uh, who are in the final, you know, twilight of their year. We've been saying that for, you know, Tom Brady for decades. But those guys get penalized a little bit because it's kind of a random quarterback situation, whatever. So our, my first tier is the elite tier. Okay, and again, remember the number I give uh, ascribed to every single quarterback. It goes back to this idea of touchdowns to turnovers. And remember, rushing touchdowns, passing touchdowns versus interceptions, fumbles. That's what's important to me. Okay, that's the number one metric. There's way more to it. It's not that simple, but I didn't want this to be a super stat heavy episode. I wanted it to be something that was very measurable um, to start this conversation. Um, so here we go. Elite. I have four elite quarterbacks currently, and again, I don't care. I don't give a damn what you did in the past. Don't care. Um, four elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, I've got Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, I think he's the absolute best. Um, which, man, again, Next Gen Stats put out a tweet saying the Patrick Mahomes versus the 49ers last week was the best quarterback performance since Next Gen Stats has started the number one all-time quarterback game that they have ever measured. And Clayton just walked out of the room. Uh, um, that's how great 15 was. Uh, it's how bad the 49ers defense and Patrick and D'Amico Ryans was. I mean, it was just awful. It was so bad. But I digress. On this scale, he has a 2.8 grade, which is number one across the entire NFL. So, again, he has a 2.8 ratio, right, of touchdowns versus turnovers, which is just crazy. He's already passed for 2,100 yards. I, we don't need to spend time there. He's the best there is in the quarterback. Now, in that same tier, I have Josh Allen. Obviously, he's at a 2.1. You've got Herbert at a 2.0. And you've got Jalen Hurts at a 2.4. Now, I'm not the biggest, you know, if I'm picking one of these quarterbacks to start my franchise, Hurts ain't going to be in my top four. I'll tell you that right now. But you cannot deny 
that he has played incredibly. Uh, 67% completion percentage, 1,500 yards passing, rush for almost another 300, six rushing touchdowns, six passing touchdowns, just not making that many mistakes. And so anytime you're 2-0 and and above, you're going to be great. Uh, so those are my elite quarterbacks. And again, you can mix and match however you want to. But I think that Hurts belongs there. That's through six games. They just got off their bye week, and they just made a big trade uh, for pennies on the dollar. Fourth rounder uh, for Robert Quinn. Uh, they're getting better. Uh, they're getting better. Now, I have two quarterbacks in my great tier. I didn't want to put them in the elite. I didn't want to put them in the good tier. So they're kind of like right there. That's Lamar Jackson and Burrow. Now, three games ago, I would have put Lamar Jackson in the elite tier, but he's kind of struggled back a little bit. He's at a 1.6 touchdown to turnover ratio. Um, you know, I, I think he probably would have been MVP already over 500 yards rushing, um, you know, 13 passing touchdowns, but he has struggled just a little bit the last couple of weeks and burrow. You got to give him credit. I think the best half I've ever seen a quarterback play was last week. Sure enough, I was going to get some in fantasy, but yeah, over 2000 yards passing already 15 touchdowns, five interceptions. He's just when burrows on and burrows interesting. I could write a dissertation on Burrow because he doesn't belong. The way he comes out of a, a lab doesn't make sense because he doesn't have a strong arm. He doesn't have any strong physical metrics. He's not fast. He's not mobile. Uh, it doesn't make sense. He's all up here. Literally less athletic and a less strong arm than Jimmy Garoppolo. But the dude chunks it deep nonstop. Um, it shows you that, you know, you can't measure everything because Burrow, he ain't got it. Th those, <laughs> again, he, he doesn't have it. You go to a combine, this dude ain't coming out top 10. He ain't coming out top 20. He He's freaking Nick Mullins. I'm just being honest with you. But his moxie, his understanding, his, his chill, all those things. Uh, and he's got one of the best wide receivers. He's got the best wide receiving core in the NFL. So I think that helps a lot. He's at 2.25. So he, those are my two great tiered quarterbacks. Um, and now we get to good. And th here's the thing. And here's what I'll say. If you don't have one of those top six quarterbacks, guess what your job is as an NFL front office? You got to try and get one. You don't have one of those top six, you got to try and get one. That That's all there is to it. It's very, very simple. And just because you already had one and he used to be one, that don't mean crap. Well, look at Matt Ryan. He out of job. He out of job. Uh, Benji said, Burrow said if Chase is one-on-one, -on -one, he's throwing it uh, to Chase no matter what. Right, yeah. Again, it's all up here. Is Jimmy Garoppolo ever going to do that with anybody? No. There's no way in hell he would do that. It's just not who he is. But the mindset, the everything that Burrow is, Jimmy is not. And that's not necessarily a slight. Like, be who you are. Burrow's a killer. That dude's an assassin. Um it's just who he is. And the fact that he took that team to the Super Bowl last year was unbelievable. Um, anyway, so if you don't have one of those top six, you got to get one. You got to go get one. That's what the NFL continues to kind of teach is, look, you can have a great team, and, yeah, everybody wants to say Trent Dilfer or whatever. Don't give a damn. You look at the Super Bowl champions list, it's dominated by top-tier quarterbacks. Tom Brady, right? Um, <laughs> Joe Montana, Steve Young. Like, if you have elite quarterback play, you can win it all. You can overcome average quarterback play. There's no doubt about it. 
But if you're not elite, that top six, maybe top eight, it's just all you other guys. Now, Doggo, he says, can Trey be one of those top six? Okay. Again, I am a staunch Trey Lance supporter. Has the first two seasons gone like we wanted to? Hell no. <laughs> Not even close. The injury, the sitting here, all those things. But, but, fine. you tell me why Trey can't get to that level. Let me tell you this right now. Trey Lance is the youngest quarterback on this list if he was on this. I didn't rank Trey. I, I He didn't do anything this year. He got hurt five quarters in. Um, arm strength, yes. Mental intelligence, yes. Mobility, yes. So work ethic, yes. Can he be? Of course he can. Will he be? Nobody can answer that question. Nobody can. Uh, 49ers and Kyle Shanahan believed he could be that. Hated the way that the first five quarters went. Didn't like that at all. But do you gauge what this 22-year-old with only one year starting college experience could be after five quarters in 2022? I don't think you do. And if you do, you're missing it. But it wasn't the best, especially when four of those quarters. It, first off, it rained all five quarters of his play. Um, one of the games, four quarters, was just unbelievable. My phone didn't work for three days afterwards. So if you want to measure that as a quarterback, if you want to look to last year, the Cardinals game, whenever he had a broken finger, um, that's cool. Go ahead. I, I don't think that's smart. And again, I, I'm not one of those people that's going to sit here and guarantee you Trey Lance is going to be elite quarterback. I, I don't think that's the case. And the longer we wait, the less and less confident I am. He's going into the year three next year. Um. Let's see here. Doggo, also, would you say Stafford played elite last year? No, I would not. I would say that he had the biggest bust rate slash big play rate. Like, he was just gunning all over the place. Led the NFL in t interceptions. That's not elite play ever. Uh, led the NFL in pick sixes. That's not elite. Elite backwards. But he was able to make enough big plays, and Cooper Cup was so good that it didn't matter. The defense was so good that it didn't matter. Um, so no, I would not say Stafford was elite. I'd say he's probably top eight last year. I'd put him in that category. I don't even think I put him top six last year, but he was so explosive for so long. That's what was, that's what would set him apart. Um, so yeah, you, again, you can win the Super Bowl without elite quarterbacks, not consistently, not consistently. Right. And Matt Stafford look across his career. He was on a much better team with, you know, three other Hall of Famers, and I think that changed things. I think that changed things. Maybe maybe four. Uh, anyway, all right, let's get to this good section. Not great, good section. Um, this is 7 to 12 is that I got. And, again, the, the order I have them in, you can move them around as much as you want to. Don't really care. But these 7 to 12, these are the ones where I'm just like, all right, whatever. Um, Gino, golly, can't believe he's in this conversation, but you, you kind of got to put him there. 73 and a half percent completion percentage is nuts. He's got a 2.0 touchdown to turnover ratio, which is wonderful. Um, 1700 passing yards, 11 touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, three fumbles, one rushing touchdown. He's been efficient. His worst game was against us where he just got dogged. Uh, hopefully that happens again. Tom Brady, he's at 2.0. I know a lot of people probably are going to put Brady higher, 
But if you look at what they've done, he's got 1,900 yards passing, which is a lot. But eight passing touchdowns. He's got three fumbles, um, one interception. They really haven't looked in sync, but they're throwing a ridiculous amount of yards, 66% completion percentage. But they're losing to bad teams. You, you know what I mean? And, and again, like, you kind of, they're three and four. They're winning their division because it's a bad division, but they're three and four. Like, they haven't been good. It has how much of that do you put on Tom Brady? Uh, he, he just hasn't looked great. He hasn't looked great. The team hasn't looked great. And, you know, I, I think it's interesting too because we know Brady's different and very, uh, oh, what's the word I want to use? He causes mischief and dissension among the ranks. All right. It pushed out Bruce Arians. Um, and so was Bruce Arians the one that was holding it all together? I don't, I don't know. We'll see. The Bucks still scare me from a 49er standpoint. That is one team I do not want to play in the playoffs. In the NFC, I would rather play any team besides probably the Eagles and the Bucks. I, I feel the 49ers would have the advantage over any of those teams. And then I, I know I can hear some people right now, not the Falcons or the Bears. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fair. Touche, touche. Um, but I got Brady there. I've got Tua. He's got 2.25, so he's over these other guys. Daniel Jones, 2.25. Cousins, 1.6. And Aaron Rodgers, 1.2. Aaron Rodgers hasn't been great um, at all, to say the least. Like, he's low on a lot of these lists. Um, but, you know, 11 passing touchdowns, three interceptions, six fumbles. He is holding that ball forever, and they're getting to him. Um, none of your business says Tom is old. Father time is undefeated. He's beaten it more than anybody else. I will say that, but yeah, it, it's the crazy thing for, for me, right? Whenever you look at father time and you see this in Matt Ryan, you just see these long arching rainbow throws, kind of like what Jimmy did at the five yard line that hell Mary he threw. Like you see a lot of those and I'm not implying Jimmy's like getting late, but I'm saying that the, Quarterbacks getting tired is when the arm strength dissipates. Tom Brady's still got arm strength. Bucks still have one of the most aggressive vertical passing threats in the NFL. Um, that's why I kept screaming like when people were like, oh, we could trade Jimmy for Tom Brady straight up. And I'm like, why the hell would the Bucks want Jimmy Garoppolo, the least down the field passer in the past two decades of the NFL going to the most downfield aggressive passing attack. Are you freaking insane? That's like the dumbest idea ever. You look at who they drafted Kyle Trask dude's Ben Roethlisberger with a cannon, right? Not a good quarterback, but he's got a strong arm. Brady still has that arm. Um, so yeah, we'll see here. Benji says bucks have to throw. They can't run at all. So he's going to get yards. Yeah. They got a lot of yards last year too. Um, you know, all those injuries inside of the offensive line really hurt them. Um, there's no doubt about it, but yeah, they got to throw it. And whenever you're getting blown out by the freaking Carolina Panthers, uh, by like several scores, that's hilarious to me. Like the NFL this year, probably more than any year I could ever remember. It's just weird. Um, again, Tom Brady and the Bucks are three and four. Like, what the hell? What What is that about? Seattle's in first place. Come on, man. Like, how, how does any of this make sense? It, it just really, really doesn't. The Jets are five and two. Miami's four and three. Like, it, it's just weird. Daniel Jones is six and one. Do you understand that? That's crazy. Like, it's just a weird year. Now, 
I, I will add to this. The first two months or the first two kind of quarters, uh, usually divided up into fours, right? Um, the first eight weeks or the first half, that's where things get weird, and then things start to kind of level out. That's usually what happens. Look at last year. 49ers, three and five. What is going on? What is going on? They level out. Uh, they get hot at the right time. Good things happen. You can do those things. You can do those things. Um, so, yeah, it's a weird year. But let, let's just stay the course. Uh, the cream will rise to the top, and you you hope the 49ers are part of that. I think that they are. I, I really do. I, I think that they are. Um, now, before we get to our average and below quarterbacks, I want to take just a real quick second and thank our sponsor, my bookie. I hope you bet with us, man. Uh, we got it last week. Excited about next week. Been doing research like crazy. Uh, we'll be posting our bets on Patreon soon. Um, Patreon.com slash 49 podcast. But here we go. You guys know what it is. It is winning season at my bookie. As always, if you want to enjoy the football games, 49ers, or just NFL, or really any sport in general. You can bet on anything over there. MyBookie.ag. We've been with them for years. Very trusted site. Get your money in. Get your money out easily. And on top of that, all season, double deposit bonus. Whenever you first deposit your money, let's say you deposit $250, you get $500 credited to your account if you just use our promo code 49ERS or scan this QR code right to the side of me if you're watching this on YouTube. And again, it just sets you up completely. My bookie is incredible. Bet with us. We're on Patreon. We share our bets every single week, all season long. So join us. MyBookie.ag, promo code 49ers. Bet anytime, anywhere with my bookie. All right, here we go. Um, so we've got our 12 good quarterbacks, right? Now our average quarterbacks. And again, I put the touchdown to turnover ratio very, very high. Kyler Murray, um, who I think a lot of people would put closer to the good or elite tier. Man, I, I'm sorry, guys. He's got seven passing touchdowns, Okay. Four interceptions, five fumbles. That, that ain't it. Two rushing touchdowns. He's got a 1.0. He's exactly even. So the same amount of touchdowns as the turnovers. That's not good. Not to mention leadership ability. Now maybe his leadership ability is amazing on Call of Duty whenever it's double XP weekend, but not on the field. Yelling at coaches, uh, you know, climbing step stools. He's got to do what he's got to do. But I, I'm just not a Kyler guy. Just not a Kyler guy. Um, Dak, he's only played two games, but he's only thrown one touchdown pass, um, one interception. Like, yeah, I, I, I think Dak will be higher on this list eventually, probably the good category, but you haven't seen it so far. Um, I just can't see it. Can't imagine taking Kyler over Bosa in the draft. Uh, I love it. Clayton. I love it. Uh, hashtag ban turf. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the quarterback is such a valuable position. I don't think it was a bad pick. But the fact that they have zero playoff wins, I think that's that hurts, right? So like you bet you get a quarterback, and I think Kyler he's made it. He made the extension, but yeah, Bosa I, I think is one of the best players in the NFL. Uh, I don't think anybody would say that about Kyler. Um, again, just ranking wise, I have him in that thirteen to sixteen range. Ryan Tannehill one point four. He's he's made some big plays at big moments, but. Again, is he even going to keep this job um, long-term? Derek Carr, 1.2. He hasn't been very good. 1,500 passing yards, that's a lot. But nine touchdowns, four interceptions, three fumbles. 
Like he, he's got a 1.2 grade. So that's my 13 to 16. Now I have Jimmy Garoppolo in his own tier. I have him in at the 17. Okay. So where would you put him? I want a number. Where do you think Jimmy Garoppolo would be on this list? And, and again, I have him 17. So I placed him kind of in this tier. Sorry, I got a chapter president calling me for this weekend, which I'm super excited about. What's up, BC? Uh, I text him back. Uh, I'll, I'll call him back. But the whole idea is like, where do you put him? I have him 17. Okay. Uh, Ernest says, I believe G- Jimmy overall is number two in the NFL. Um, as you speak, I believe he could look at the numbers. You got Jimmy. I wish people stopped saying he's not a good quarterback. Please and thank you. In- interesting. Um, I love it, man. Appreciate your opinion. Uh, so, what I did is I went throughout the NFL uh, and found as many quarterback recent rankings as of this week. And I just wanted to kind of put into perspective what national beat writers see Jimmy Garoppolo as. Uh, Mark Sessler, one of my favorite writers of NFL.com, he has him 22nd. CBS, Cody Benjamin, 16th. Uh, the 33rd team, which is awesome. I love what they do. They have a Jimmy Garoppolo 17th, just like me. Pro Football Focus has him at number 24. Um, but you look at EPA, they have him at number 6. So, and you know, it's funny. And I talked about this just a second ago, uh, last episode with Wayne Breezy a little bit. You know, anytime I post a negative thing on the 49ers defense, which haven't been able to do much this year, half the comments are, oh, it's Jimmy's fault though. Oh, but everybody blames Jimmy though. I love how people are loyal to the 49ers quarterback whenever it's Jimmy Garoppolo. I wish that those same traits would happen to a 22-year-old uh, quarterback who's played 10 quarters of football um, doesn't go across that way, but that's okay. Um, and uh, But I love it. Love your players that you're loyal to, and you fight for them. That's what, that's what being a fan's about. I love that. But you cannot look at a game where Jimmy Garoppolo threw for 300 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, or sorry, one interception, one fumble, and a safety as a positive game. If you felt like Jimmy had a positive game last week, I don't think you were paying attention. And you probably turned off the TV every single time number 15 was out there at quarterback. Uh, Now, again, I don't like measuring anybody against Patrick Mahomes because everybody will lose. Um, And so that's rough. Can you put that uh, comment back up there from Mosquito Killer? Thank you. Uh, Appreciate you, Mosquito. Uh, Actually, I hate mosquitoes, but you kill them, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, He says, Jimmy, I officially dropped to 20. He just keeps making the same rookie mistakes over and over and over again. Yeah, there are certain areas where it just doesn't seem like he is, quote-unquote, developing. Uh, I don't know how much a 32-year-old quarterback is going to develop, you know, going into his ninth year. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, anyway, wherever you put Jimmy, that's fine. He's got a 1.4 grade on the touchdown to turnover ratio. Um, so again, you know, obviously let's dive in just a little bit more on his numbers. 64% completion percentage, not good. Um, 1,500 yards, pretty good for Jimmy. Nine touchdowns, all right. Four interceptions, okay. Um, one rushing touchdown, three fumbles. So it's not bad. It's not good. It's average. And again, remember what I said about if you don't have a top six quarterback, what you have to do, you got to go get one. If you don't have a, I don't. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into a thousand. With basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great 
It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. No, is there anybody else in the chat that's putting Jimmy in the top ten? Is there anybody else that's saying we got one guy that says he should be number two? I'm curious um, if if he's still here. I I would love to like who would he take? Would it be Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy? And so you take Jimmy Garoppolo over Josh Allen, over Herbert, over Hertz, over all those guys, Burrow, that uh, Lamar Jackson, and that's cool if that's your opinion. but yeah, I, I think if if this 2022 season has taught us anything, you completely understand why the 49ers moved up to get Trey Lance. And also, have you heard any other quarterback that was available at number three last year on this list yet? Justin Fields ain't made it yet. Mac Jones ain't made it yet. Zach Wilson ain't made it yet. Trevor Lawrence ain't made it yet. And Trevor Lawrence... And Wilson, we're not on this list. And no, Chris Sims. Uh, Kellen Mond is not on this list. Um, so he is not there. I know Chris Sims is going to be upset. He had him as his second uh, best quarterback in the draft. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's not on this. Kellen Mond um, still on an active roster. So I, I guess he's he, – hold out hope, baby. Hold out hope. Um, oh, I, lo- I love this comment. I, I love it because here's, here's, here's why this is frustrating. Because I could sit here and say, Jimmy Garoppolo is my 17th best quarterback in the NFL. And people will get pissed off on both sides because they'll say, no way, he's 12th. No way, he should be in the 20s. Okay, but this is why I like Doggo. One, I love dogs anyway. You tell me who he goes, right? Who does he go ahead? You have to tell me. It's very easy to say, oh, you're too high on him or you're too low on him. That don't mean crap to me. What I need to hear is where and why justify your answer. It's very easy to say, oh, you, he should be lower. That that does nothing, right? That, that, that's not this show. <laughs> we want intelligent conversation based on analytics and film and things like that backed up. So support your claim. 
I'm not saying you're wrong. This is all opinion-based. Uh, if you think Jimmy Garoppolo is the number two quarterback in the NFL, hats off to you. Uh, help me understand why, please, because I, I don't see it. And that's okay. I hope that Jimmy Garoppolo finishes the year as the number two quarterback. That would be awesome. 49ers will win the Super Bowl, hands down. Um, now, Doggo, he says, NFC quarterbacks better than Jimmy Garoppolo. He's got Hurts, Cousins, Geno, Dak, Brady, then Jimmy. Okay, so he's got them six best in the NFC. The Then he goes on to say the AFC is littered with good quarterbacks, um, so probably 21 for him. Oh, I like this 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 discussion. Okay, I'm going to go back through my list, and let's just count NFC quarterbacks. Oh, I like that, Doggo. I've got Hurts, <laughs> Geno, Brady, uh, Daniel Jones, Cousins, Rodgers, Kyler, Dak, I've got them ninth. So I've got them ninth in the NFC, which is interesting. I have more NFC quarterbacks in my average 16 up than I do AFC quarterbacks. Ah, interesting. But all the top ones, three out of the top four, and five out of the top six are all in the AFC. Uh, that's that's a fun little uh, – man, that's interesting. Uh, I appreciate that, Doggo. Well said, well said. Um, and yeah, I think that this is huge too, Jeremy. The problem is you can't put a full game together. So up and down. Yeah. If you string together, I could convince you Jimmy Garoppolo is elite and I could convince you Jimmy Garoppolo should not be in the NFL based on the highlights that I put together. You can support both claims. And the sad thing is they're in the same game. You're going to have a pretty damn hard time finding a worse throw than that, uh, interception right before the half ever by any quarterback ever in the NFL. You're going to have a hard time finding worse quarterback play. Shout out Dan Orlowski running out of the back of the end zone for a safety and then getting a safety three weeks later, holding the ball four seconds in the end zone. Uh, the awareness isn't there. However, you see some of those throws that he makes and fits into tight windows and you're like, ooh, all right, now we're cooking. So it's the give and take of Jimmy G. And it's just what it is. Um, and again, if you disagree with me, let me go through this list again. Sessler, uh, 22nd, 16th, 17th, 24th, and 6th. Those are the rankings from other um, NFL.com, CBS, 3013, Pro Football Focus, and just uh, overall EPA. So, yeah, we'll see there. We'll, we'll, it, it's kind of weird. Uh, none of your business. Jimmy is a backup quarterback. It shows uh, the nine um, traded four first rounders to get rid of them. <laughs> I, I like that. Um, and, and again, I have him 17th. I think that he's a starting quarterback. But again, one of the philosophical concepts of the NFL, if you don't have a quarterback that can become elite, you got to go get one. So if you have the 17th quarterback, which is where I have Jimmy right now, you cannot stay. You cannot stay. Now, who do I have below him? I got my, uh, this is my below average category. I only got two here: Matt Stafford, and Andy Dalton, just based on numbers. Stafford is negative two, negative two, in the touchdown to turnover ratio. He has six passing touchdowns, eight interceptions, and four fumbles. He has twice as many turnovers as touchdowns. You look at the Rams' record in those games and getting blown out. You can see why. Now, will he turn it around? You guys talk arm fatigue? Stafford's always had one of the strongest arms in the NFL, and he's always been able to fit in you know, the ball wherever he wanted to, but he's always jeopardized ball security. Well, yeah, father time. We'll see. I do hate that the 49ers are playing him off a of bye week. He finally got rest. I don't like that. 
Um, but you cannot make an argument that Matt Stafford has even been good this year. You cannot. You cannot have twice as many turnovers as Pat touchdowns and say that's been a good year. He does have 71% completion percentage. That's pretty good. But no, uh, there, there is you can there is not a human being that can argue. Now, last year, cool, but that's not how we're doing these rankings, right? I said 2022 and beyond. How many more years? Throw this up in the chat. I'm curious. How many more years do you think Matt Stafford plays after this? Is he is is he going to play? He's in year 14. You think Matt Stafford's got three more years in him? You think he's got two more? Four? How many more years is Matt Stafford going to be a quarterback in the NFL? I know he just signed an extension, and I was so thankful whenever he did. One, because I love everybody to get paid, um, even though I don't like Matt Stafford. Um, but, yeah, man, it's 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 interesting. So, yeah, two to three. Oh, we got six? You think Matt Stafford's going to play 20 years in this league? That's interesting. I got two. I got three. I got four. Um, interesting. I, giving him two to four years, says Clayton. I respect Clayton. Um, I like it two to four years. I will tell you this, and this is, you know, shout out to Tom um, for the Rams report. He said, like, as long as Stafford's here, so is McVay. When Stafford leaves, so does McVay because he's been with a quarterback and he's been without one, um, and that's where he is. His arm's got to hold up. We'll see here. I got Dalton in this category. He's got a 1.4, which is pretty good. Dalton's played pretty good ball before that last game. Um, I mean, he was, he was on a crazy tear and then through those, you know, back-to-back pick sixes. Uh, but I've got him below average. Now I've got my bad, um, and this is 20 plus. So we're at 20 now. And again, you can mess with this any way you want to. And the absolute worst turnover to touchdown ratio. I, I'll, I'll wait. I'm going to put this up in the chat. I'm going to, I'm going to leave out the answer to this. Which quarterback in the NFL has the worst turnover to touchdown ratio. Throw that in the chat. In your opinion, it's a quarterback we haven't talked about yet. It's not Stafford. This person has a negative 2.4 touchdown to interception ratio. It's dead last in the NFL. Uh, and nobody else is really, really close to it. Five touchdown passes, six interceptions, 11 fumbles, and two rushing touchdowns. Who has the worst touchdown to interception or just touchdown turnover ratio. Uh, I'll give you guys some time to throw that in there. Some other people that I put in this category, Goff's at a 1.1, so barely above average. Again, one is if you throw six touchdowns and six interceptions, right? Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick, you know, one of the highest rated players I've ever graded. He's at a 1.1. He hasn't been great. Mariota's negative. He was a freaking NFC player of the week against us through one incompletion. He's got a negative 1.2. He's, he's on the wrong side. More turnovers than touchdowns. Not against us. Brissett, he's negative 1.2. Matt Ryan's negative 2.2. That's why he got benched. Mac Jones, negative 2.3. Mac Jones has been terrible. Mac Jones has been terrible. Uh, I should have like a clip of Charles Barkley right here jumping into it. Terrible. Uh, <laughs> that's my uh, Charles Barkley impersonation. I think it was okay. I think it was all right. I was from the South for a while, so I, I can I can muster the, uh, the the deep Alabama accent. But Mac Jones has been awful. Um, I, I, literally, listen to these stats. He's playing four games, sixty five percent completion percentage. That's good. Two passing touchdowns, six interceptions, one rushing touchdown, one fumble. 
that's awful. And you say, well, he's hurt and he's playing through injuries. All right, cool. Uh, let's look at Zap, uh, Bailey Zap, Zappy. Um, almost same thing. Four games, 70% completion percentage, better than Mac Jones. Eight and a half yards per attempt, Mac Jones 7.8. Zap's better there. Passing touchdowns, five, better there. Interceptions, half, three, better there. Uh, no rushing touchdown, four fumbles, worse there. But they have the same, like Mac Jones, negative 2.3 touchdowns, turnovers. Zappies, negative 1.4. Both are bad. Both are bad. Also, stumbling through the Twitter machine, did you know Bill Belichick has a losing record when Tom Brady's not his quarterback? Interesting. 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 Everybody wants to jump on Kyle Shanahan. And yeah, legit criticism. Legit criticism whenever you look at his overall record with the Niners. That's bad. That's bad. However, he didn't play with the best quarterback in the NFL for freaking 17 years. He's mustered it together, right? Um, and again, where's Jimmy Garoppolo? He's 17th for me. So you take that for what you want. Davis Mills, negative 1.2. Uh, Pickett, negative uh, 2.0. Now, uh, to all the people that are answering, I think we got some of the right answers. The worst interception or touchdown to turnover ratio, the correct answer is Justin Fields. And that is correct, who looked great Monday night, which I absolutely love. But I think that's the only person that got it right. Um, yeah, so shout out to uh, Mark Musa. What's up, big guy? Uh, Fields is the correct answer. Negative 2.4. Um, and it, it is different whenever you look at He's coming off. So I love Fields, and if the Forty Niners would have picked Fields, I would have been very happy. Pick Mac Jones, I wouldn't have been. Um, but you look at his his stats. He's only thrown for one thousand yards in seven games. That's awful. Five touchdown passes, six interceptions, eleven fumbles. Does have two rush touchdowns. Fields is struggling, and a lot of that is coaching. A lot of that is <laughs> who he's, he's throwing to Dante Pettis and Nikhil Harry, which is awful. Um, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Talk about back to the Patriots. Losing McDaniels hurts a lot too. Yeah, they, they're a mess. They're, they're a mess. And so, you know, that those are all the players I ranked. I didn't rank anybody else because the other ones aren't playing currently. So what do I got? 21, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So I've got 30 total quarterbacks ranked. Uh, didn't do Wentz. Didn't do – they're just a mess. I don't even mess with them. But I, I got Jimmy at 17. The 49ers, guess how many teams are in the NFL? 32. Average quarterback play would be 16 or 17, which is a 500 record. Where are the 49ers? They're 3 and 4. The story kind of tells itself. Now, it's much more complicated than that, and I understand that. Oh, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I, did, I didn't put him in there, but, uh, oh, I don't have his stats there. Let, let's pull this up, okay? I love this. And I apologize because uh, the list I was going off of was current um, quarterbacks, and he has not played. So here we go. Uh, let's look at his stats for this season. 2012. He's got five touchdown passes, three interceptions. Uh, what's his fumble rate? Here we go. Fumbles lost. Uh, he hasn't lost any fumbles. So he's sitting at five touchdowns, three interceptions. Let's put that in the calculator because I'm not the smartest man in life. Uh, five divided by three. Boom. He's at a 1.6. So I'd put him in the average category. I'd put him right with Jimmy Garoppolo. 
he's like almost identical numbers, but you look at, you know, what he hasn't been able to do. I mean, golly, 58% completion percentage is terrible. That's terrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to put him below Jimmy. Yeah, I, I think that's where I would put him. I'd put him in the below average. I'm going to put him with Stafford and Dalton. That's where I would put him. So I'm going to put him in that um, 18 to 20 range. Uh, adjust my thing here for when the Smithsonian calls so that I could share this with them. Um, Captain Cringe. I didn't even type in his own name. Captain Cringe. Uh, he winds up at number 19 for me behind Stafford ahead of Dalton. Um, definitely worth all those first round picks. Uh, but he beat us. Ah, why you got to do that, John? You want to piss me off, man. I'm making myself mad. I'm making myself mad. Cause like I have the voice of like, again, I can't hear you guys. Your comments help a lot. And again, shout out to Clayton. He's running this perfectly well, but I have the comments in the back of my head. Like, okay, I'll say something. And, and I know somebody listening to this literally is driving in their car and be like beat our ass <laughs> like like i know that i know that's happening and so i hear it even though it's delayed and you're not listening live it's okay or if you are listening live thank you um yeah uh, anyway i apologize for the language but sometimes it's necessary sometimes it's necessary now um before let's jump into some 49ers news I, i'm feeling long-winded today um i yeah i was struggling bad this week you know coming off back-to-back -back road trips and jumping into you know doing this every day i was struggling i told the wife like man I, I am struggling to get work done lately she's like hey take it take a morning off go to the beach she knows me so i woke up at four this morning drove out to the beach uh got a long walk in ate some good food came back now i'm with you guys so now i feel it you know what i mean i'm like I'm like Superman, uh, but with redder cheeks because I got my vitamin E uh, D in and now I'm ready to go. So if you are coming out this week, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, man, so excited about this. Um, we've got parties on parties on parties planned all year. Um, do want to bring up that we have two new additions. Uh, Dale Fitty and Barrett's are going to be coming out to our Saturday party. They're going to be performing live their Red Out special, um, which is absolutely incredible. So whether you're on Spotify, they're not paying me to do this. I just really like them. They're good dudes uh, and excited to help build their brand. Um, so on Spotify or iTunes, you want to check out the Red Out anthem, the Niner anthem that they put together. It's pretty damn good. Uh, they're going to be with us. So head to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. We're going to be at the Fountain from 3 to 8 p.m., then we got our tailgate Sunday, which is going to be a blast. Super excited about that. Doing that with 49ers Worldwide SoCal. Shout out to BC. Um, he, he's absolutely incredible. So make sure you come party with us. Look for the flag, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get that thing going. And also I want to say this. You know, if, if you go to our website, I'm going to throw this up here and make sure I don't mess this up. This is what 49ersRushRoadTrip.com looks like if you haven't checked it out. And so we have all of our parties. So at the L.A. party, we got the L.A. tailgate. We got the Arizona-Mexico trip up. And on top of that, if you're coming out to Mexico City with us, guess what? We have discounted hotel rates for you right here. Even if you don't buy the ticket to party with us, get a cheap hotel. Uh, because here's what we're doing in Mexico. We're staying at the Marriott Reforma, um, which I'm super excited about. And we have charter buses picking us up from the hotel taking us to the party and back. That way you don't have to worry about anything. We, we're trying to keep it safe. We're trying to keep it family-friendly. We're trying to have a great time together. Then the next day, uh, the day of the game, because it's a Monday game, uh, Monday night game, we are, we got charter buses picking us up at the hotel, 
taking us to the party. Then we have charter buses after the party taking us to the game. Then we got charter buses taking us back to the hotel. That's $99. And that's all you can drink, all you can eat. Three charter buses. I, I don't know if you know this. I'm not great at making money. I'm pretty damn good at throwing good parties. And I, I think a testament to the Rush Road Trip crew, shout out to Wade Breezy, Nick, uh, Vicky, uh, some of the best people ever, Moe's, uh, love these guys, fair, great work always. But we want to build a community. Uh, I'm not seeing all these trips as a revenue source yet. I probably should. Uh, but I want to establish our kind of foothold in this community that, look, if you're traveling, by yourself and you need a community to be with and have a great experience, a lasting experience. That's what 49ersRushRoadTrip.com is. So um, whether it's you or you got a friend, tell them, Hey man, they got discounted hotels up over here where you can stay with nothing but Niners fans in a safe area. And we're going to protect you. And like we're literally taking you from the hotel to the party, to the game back. You don't have to worry about anything. And that's all included. Now those prices will go up as we get closer. Um, but Anyway, that's there for you, 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Now, let, let's jump to some 49ers talk, and it's crazy. We're 45 minutes in, and you know I want to get into this practice report. A lot of guys out. Um, no Armstead practice, no Debo practice with his hamstring. Shanahan did say he's progressing. I fully expect Debo to play this week, by the way. Um, Kyle Juszczyk's the one guy that will not be playing. Um, I don't think we get Armstead back. I don't. Kyle Juszczyk's already been ruled out with his surgery of his finger. Samson, no practice today. I do think he'll play. Greenlaw, no practice today. That one's huge to me um, with his calf. Because, again, back to the film. The biggest difference in the first half and second half, when Greenlaw went out, 49ers defense went to trash. First half, 49ers defense was okay. Was that all Greenlaw? No. Did he have an all-world game? No. But that drop down from Greenlaw to DFF, they took advantage of that man um, very, very badly. So Greenlaw is a huge one. Trent Williams got a vet day off. He's fine. And Juwan Jennings is out as well with a hamstring, which if Debo can't go and Juwan Jennings can't go, I think both will. Man, now you're talking Ray-Ray McLeod starting, Danny Gray being your number three, and Kyle Hughes checks out. Like, you're starting to get into some weird – that's going to be rough. Uh, Christian McCaffrey might have 50 touches this game. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, limited. Probably best news of the day. Jason Verrett, baby. He has been activated. Um, so he's limited, but you had the three-week window to bring him out of the pup, which they did. So he is now officially on the roster. They cut Tevin Coleman to make room for him, but then signed Tevin Coleman right back to the practice squad. So we still have him. Um, and what do I expect for Verrett? I don't think he's playing this week. I do not think he's playing this week. I think they're going to rest him for the bye, and the plan will be to work him in some after the bye. They're being very smart and precautious with him, which the 49ers are not known for. Not known for at all. Um, and so I think that's big. I think that's big. I'm excited to see what's going on. Now, the last thing I want to talk about, and I put this up on Twitter, and I thought that it was interesting. The 49ers traded a lot of picks for Christian McCaffrey. Two, three, four, five. And you traded your first next year, uh, Trey Lance trade. So you don't have a lot of picks. Now, comp picks, they're there. But I don't think the comp picks, I understand it helps. That's not really why the 49ers were able to make that trade. 
if you look at the way in which the 49ers continue to redshirt players, look at the players starting this year. Diamador Lenore, he's been great. Talanoa Hufunga, one of the best players in the NFL. Aaron Banks, golly, dude might make the Pro Bowl this year. That's how good he's been playing. Like a Pro Bowl level guy. We all said he was a bust because he didn't play last year. Wrong? Wrong. They redshirt players. That's what they do. Um, and so, like, whenever you continue to do that, now let's look to this year. Current players that the 49ers are redshirting, Nick Sakil, who I really hope is center. I really hope he's going to be a center. Jason Poe, who's guard, I hope center. <laughs> one of those guys, I really want to be a center long-term. Linebackers, and I want one of these guys to start playing right now over DFF. That's what I want. Uh, Marcelino McCrary Ball, Curtis Robinson. You got these two young, bright, high potential, high potential linebackers that have almost the exact same athletic profile as Fred Warner. You got them waiting in the wings. I want to see them. Kalia Davis, who you spent a six-round pick on, defensive lineman, right? He had the injury. He's coming back. Quantrez Knight, corner. Taylor Hawkins, safety. So these are the types of players that you develop like an Emmanuel Mosley, like a Roz Dwelly, like a Daniel Brunskill, right? Like a Aziz Alshire, right? Like we've seen them develop these undrafted slash late-round targets and just wait. Oh, what's up, Doggo? Quantrez Knight. I am such a big team Knight guy. Uh, I want him to be called up. I really, really do. But I know they're just going to stash him and stash him and stash him and let him develop. It's just the way they do things. And it's not a bad way to do things. It's not. But if you're one of those people that's just like, gosh, we got no picks. And you're right. I'm a draft guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do for the draft next year. Um, I, I really don't know what I'm going to do for the draft next year. My plan was to fly out to Kansas City where the draft's going to be at. And, uh, you know, host draft parties out there. I don't I don't know how many people are going to fly out. I don't know. Uh, if, you, if you got some ideas, some people have, uh, you know, I've asked a couple people that I should go to San Francisco or Santa Clara and just have a bar there and go live for days one and day two. I'm going live for the draft. I can't help it. I don't care if it's me and just my grandma watching. Shout out to BB. Um, like, I'm doing it. I, I, I have to do the draft. I have no choice. But I'm not quite sure um, what that's going to look like, um, what we're going to do, what we're going to do there. And, <laughs> dude, I appreciate this comment. He says, the 49ers own Jim Rome. Appreciate that. Uh, and, yeah, thank you. Yeah, shot Jay. Maybe, maybe come to Santa Clara and throw a party because I don't think people want to fly to Kansas City for no first round, no second round picks, only third round comp picks. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, if you've got an idea, go ahead and email me, uh, 49ers Rush uh, – podcast at gmail.com i am curious to see what you'd say uh curious to say what it is uh clayton niners love to make draft day moves you never know uh what might go down yeah you're, you're right last year we had the debo drama right because everybody was saying he's going to be traded except for me i kept screaming to everybody he's not going to be traded he's going to be here and everybody kept like making fun of me uh guess what guys guess what he's still here um i'll, I'll count that as a win also as a win, the man, the producer, the legend, Clayton, behind the scenes. Amazing job, as always, keeping me sane, allowing me to go through all these crazy thoughts and keep the flow going. And our executive producers at home, who are just always crushing it and supporting the podcast. 49ers George 365, Kilted Niner. Appreciate you guys. And until next time, love you guys. Stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. 
book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.